If you're an ambitious business owner ready to think big, rewrite your own rules and take action to skyrocket your business know-how, your profit, your cash flow, and most importantly, your free time, then this is the podcast for you. You're listening to the Simply Smarter Numbers podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Waterson. I'm a business profit coach helping business owners just like you make more profit and take back their time. So hit subscribe now and let's dive in. Today's episode of Simply Smarter Numbers is brought to you by My Business Cashflow Planner. I like to refer to this as a cash flow early warning system. It's a tool that you can start using in your business today. Check it out at simplysmarternumbers.com forward slash cashflow planner. And if you're interested, be sure to use the discount code, the word podcast for $20 off. Now let's get into it. Working harder, longer hours, doing more, selling more, dealing with more. You expect to have to work more as you grow your business, but it can get a little bit ridiculous and sometimes we're just not sure whether the end is in sight. And then there's the money. Where is the money? Today, I'm going to be talking about four things that could be going wrong in your business to cause a cashless but crazy state of busyness. Now, in summary, these four things are your pricing, your spending, it could be you, or it could be your team. So I'm going to go through each one of these in detail and let you know what could be going wrong, but I'm also going to give you some tips to help fix any of the issues that might pop up for you. So number one is your pricing. Doesn't need adjusting. If you find yourself attracting too many smaller, almost painful clients, chances are that this work just isn't as profitable as some of your other work. This could be a contributing factor to cash flow pain, and it could also be causing this really busy state that you find yourself in. Or if smaller clients are who you're targeting, then that's perfect. My point really is that it's up to you to know who you're targeting and be prepared to say no to those that don't fit the bill. There's two problems with offering services below your pay grade. One problem is that you'll attract less than ideal clients who are after a quick fix. They'll expect a lot, possibly complain more, but they can also be really difficult to upsell to. And at the risk of sounding super negative, they are likely to be the slow slow payers as well. So this is a trap that we can fall into at around the one or two year mark in our businesses. And it's not unusual to fall into it, but we just need to make sure we don't remain there. Early on in business, it's easy to take anyone and everyone on that will pay for our services, but there comes a time where you need to kind of shake off that whole, I'm a startup or I'm a new business mindset or label and free up those clients for the next startup or the next newbie that's coming into your industry. 
The second problem is that your ideal clients, they have money and they will judge you as being a cheap solution if you are a cheap solution. So hands up if you've ever been passed up for a more expensive competitor. It hurts, right? Especially when you know that you were clearly the better option in so many ways. And I know that personally I've passed up consultants in the past because they were too cheap and we couldn't help but think, you know, wonder why are they so cheap? What are we missing out on by going with that person? So what can you do about this? You guessed it, you can review your pricing. And I'm just going to give you a few tips to help you in that process. So tip number one, list out all of the time and the money that you put into marketing, selling, delivering, and servicing, and bring that all to account in setting your price. Literally take out a piece of paper and write down from start to finish the time and the money that you're putting into each of those areas for each of your services. Tip number two, that quick answer, that quick response, quick design, quick contract, quick piece of advice, quick template that you provide, it's only quick because you've spent years learning by experience You've spent years studying or honing your natural skills and your abilities. So make sure you get paid for your brains, for your skills, and for your natural ability, not just for your time. Tip number three, if you feel uncomfortable with the price of your services, then you're probably getting somewhere near it. And if you receive any pushback on that pricing, then that's okay. That means you're probably getting close to where you need to be. But be open to reducing it. And if you do actually reduce your pricing, be sure that you remove something of value when you reduce the price. Tip number four, price your services based on the value that you're providing. Easier said than done, I know. But the value that you're providing, it will be different for each client. But here's a bit of an example. I provide business profit coaching for you, not because you want to see a higher profit number on your year-end financials, but because that profit will mean that you can buy a family home with a pool so that your kids who are nearly teenagers will want to spend more time at home with you and hopefully they'll bring their friends and you'll always know who they're with and you'll always know that they're safe. Get it? It's about looking a little bit further than the thing that you're just offering. I'm offering profit coaching, more profit, but what you're really getting in the end is the lifestyle that you hope to achieve throughout your business. So have a look at what is the value of the offer that you put out into the marketplace. So that was number one. Number two is our spending, our lack of control or visibility into our spending. So living beyond our means, expenses that are not kept in check, Debts that we're perhaps paying down too quickly, these are things that come up often. 
mostly, look, this is okay. If you want to spend more than you have, well, let's just get you earning more. But the problem occurs when we don't have the control or the visibility into what cash is coming in or going out. And when you can see where your money is coming from and where it's going to, as in visibly see it right there in front of you, well, it does a couple of things. One thing it does is it reduces cash-related stress. Cash-related stress is a total shocker. Like other than our health or that of from like our health or our, the health of our loved ones, is there actually a worse kind of stress? You can reduce cash-related stress or at least control it when you have the visibility into your cash flow. And it can reduce the stress, not only for you, but also for your business partner or your spouse when they too can see exactly what's going on in the business. The other thing that having the visibility allows you to do is it helps you to make better business decisions. So if you're growing or scaling your business, it can really suck cash. There could be upgrades, new team members, rebrands, investments. You need to know if you can afford them. And if you can't afford them right now, you need to know when. Having the visibility also means that you can more quickly take advantage of opportunities when they arise. So if, say, for example, the perfect premises came up for lease and you needed to jump on it really quickly, knowing whether or not you can cash flow that lease reduces the risk and allows you to sign on the dotted line quicker and more confidently. Same thing if a a perfect employee candidate comes up. You've been sort of looking around for someone for a while and then the perfect person just pops up in front of you. You want to be able to jump on that really quickly. And cash flow is one of the risks that can really sort of get in the way of that being a great decision if you don't have the visibility into your cash flow. And this is where my business cash flow planner could be really helpful to get you some visibility and control over your spending, what's coming in and what's coming out. As I said earlier, I like to refer to this planner as my cash flow early warning system. And it's a tool that you can start using in your business today. Just go to simplysmarternumbers.com forward slash cash flow planner. And if you're interested, make sure that you use the discount code, the word podcast to get $20 off. Number three, here we're going to talk about you. Are you the bottleneck? Do you have a hand in everything in your business? You can't bring yourself to palm anything off. I'm calling you a bottleneck perhaps to be nice, but maybe you're really a control freak. And I can call out control freaks because unfortunately I'm one of you. It's quicker to just do it myself or I'll use the excuse that I want to learn how to do it first so I know what's going on so no one can take advantage of me or the situation or no one else can do it like I can. But I'm telling you, your answer is in systemizing, it's in delegating, it's in outsourcing. And when it comes to systems, if it's worth doing again, it's worth making a system for. Systems are so boring to talk about and they're really boring to implement, but they are so good at these three things. 
One, systems are great at reducing your stress. Number two, systems give you more time to do the work that you love doing in your business. And number three, and my favorite, is that systems are really good at having you jump, I was about to say jump on a plane, but we won't be doing that anytime soon. Systems are really good at sitting you on a beach while someone else does the tasks that you have systemized. So you don't need to systemize everything at once. Maybe just aim for one new system a week or even just one a month. That is still 12 new fully functioning systems in your business by this time next year. So I know it's boring, but really it is so worth just putting aside a little bit of time to start making it happen. Get yourself on that beach. Now we're up to number four, and we're going to talk about your team, underperforming team members in particular. There is a lot of room to lose a lot of money in poor performing team members. Now, if you have team members, you'll already have a really good gut feel for those that are performing well and those that are not. And if you have client-facing team members or those who deliver on your services, then clearly the time that they take to complete a job will either add to your profit or it will suck the life out of your profit. So, for example, if you were a brand strategist who charges $10,000 for a complete rebrand, and that job should be done in, say, 25 hours, then the brand strategist, the business owner, is expecting a return on time of $400 per hour. So $10,000, and we're going to divide 25 hours into that, comes out at $400 per hour. However, the team member takes 35 hours to deliver that project. That's 10 hours over budget. And at $400 an hour, it's actually cost you $4,000. But why is the loss $4,000 and not just the extra 10 hours at that person's hourly rate? Because you've now missed out on the chance to earn $400 per hour on another client's work. Those 10 hours that went over budget, well, they're gone. They're done and they're dusted and you cannot get them back. And now that's the That's not the only thing. The client's work, so the next client, you've got that client out the door. The next one, they've been sitting around and waiting for you to have the time to start their work. So now their work is running late. It's behind time. It's banked up. And you'll probably have to step in yourself, do extra hours to make it up and so on and so on and so on. So a couple of tips to get this one right. Tip number one, It isn't always the team member that causes delays in getting the work done. It's really important to look deep, to shine a torch on what's happening with that team member from start to finish. Find out where there is potential for delays and fix the problems. Is the technology inadequate? Are they following an old but potentially unnecessary process? Is the client themselves holding up the process? Are you holding up the process? Then tip number two, 
consider having an ideal budget for time. So if you have that $10,000 project and you're expecting that it's going to be done in 25 hours, then let your team members know about this. Maybe even include them in the discussion and setting of the time budget. Get their buy-in on that as well. Ask for their feedback on how they think that they could improve the time that they're spending on those jobs. But this is something to be really mindful of here. Be mindful that too much pressure on time can backfire. It can result in employees, team members, contractors working on autopilot with time as a top priority, and it can reduce the quality of of the work. And it can also impact their creativity and their imagination. So definitely talk about setting time budgets, but have a little bit of flexibility in there to make sure that that time doesn't become their number one priority. You want quality, imaginative, creative work. You want the best possible outcome for your clients and rushing it through to squeeze out in a certain amount of time may not get you the right result but there'll be a nice medium in there and you just need to work on that with your team member. So that's where I'm going to end it today. Be sure to check out my business cash flow planner at simplysmarternumbers.com forward slash cash flow planner. And wherever you are in the world, I'm wishing you a wonderful week. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Simply Smarter Numbers. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new shows every week. And I'd love to hear from you. Come and join the conversation online. You'll find Simply Smarter Numbers on Instagram, Facebook, and more. Just head to simplysmarternumbers.com and you'll find all that you need there. Simply Smarter Numbers is dedicated to you getting the results that you deserve in your business. And I'm honored that you tuned in.